Hello, welcome to Amateur Hour 34. Holy shit, it's been a minute, boys. How you been? Great. Been, been good. I don't know where I'm at. What am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you've been missing from our bottom corner there for a little while, Joey. I know. The, the fearsome foursome's back in town. That's what we're known as, for sure, across across mm -hmm. all the pods. Full right. barn. Here's some force today. <laughs> Full house. So well, shit. Well, sorry. I I I'd say I I. It's been a minute. I got all the live stuff screwed up. I'm ready to rock here now. But um, <laughs> well, I'd say kind of like our description says. We'll go over our, probably we we think briefly. We'll probably go over our our uh, bowl games quite a bit. Our bit of frustrations with the uh, uh with the result. Um. I, I this is just me speaking for myself. I think the playoffs were awesome, and I think the committee. I'm changing my mind that the committee got it right, and then we'll kind of talk about a little bit of basketball for our teams here before conference play starts. But um, I guess we should start here and say, if you guys don't mind, before we kind of jump into our stuff, uh, at least one of our teams is still going. The uh, Jackrabbits of uh, South Dakota State. They're they're playing here on on Sunday here. Ears up, baby. Uh, playing for a national championship against the Montana Grizzlies, uh, one o'clock on Sunday, the seventh, um, mm. why it's on a Sunday. I do not know competing against the NFL it just seems weird, but it doesn't matter. Jack rabbits play a Saturday, Sunday, whatever. We're still going to win national champs undefeated last loss was to Iowa, Iowa. Yep. Yep. Oh. I was I the last time I was scored I, I, too. <laughs> scored more than fifteen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was but, uh, the uh, I, I seven to three game. Two safeties in a field goal. That was the start of like the joke of how bad the offense was, and now that horse has been beaten dead. Because holy hell, that we'll we'll get into that about the bowl game, but. Yeah, yep. that was the last time when, when it was like kind of funny that like, hey, the offense is bad, but look at how good the defense is versus South Dakota State. Which, you know what? If you're if you're gonna look bad against any FCS team, it might as well be. I mean, aren't they on a twenty-ish game win streak right now? Well, what are they this year? Thirteen and zero, and then yes. they would have went twelve and one last year. So they've right. won twenty-five straight. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, twenty plus games. I, I mean, it, it shouldn't even shock any of us that they're almost a two touchdown favorite versus the next closest competition. Yeah. But. Yeah, and um, and yeah, North I, or uh, Montana needed two overtimes to get past North Dakota State to get into the national championship, and really. <laughs> North Dakota State probably should have won that game, but they play. They had that really stupid play in double overtime. Yep. Did North Dakota State's uh, coach go somewhere else? Yeah. Um, the North Dakota coach. Yep. North okay. North Dakota State. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't remember where he went, but it's fine. Uh, I, they're not. Was... They're not my team. Right. <laughs> You're not part of the bison? Not a bison, no. Um, no? Now, the, the bad part about being 
I, I guess you'd say at the top of the FCS level is we're probably going to, you know, our, our two best receivers, they're, they're twins, actually, the Yankee brothers. Um, I believe they're seniors. And then the running back is gone. And our quarterback is a junior, but they don't think – they people think he'll transfer uh, to probably Illinois. He's from Illinois, mm. and, you know – He's going to transfer out of FCS, come play some Big Ten football, and you know, be, be you know his best bet for exposure, and maybe to get into the NFL. But you I know, guess if you stay at South Dakota State, have a chance at winning three national championships, that's pretty good exposure too. I was going to say I don't know how many times, how many more times Illinois is on national television compared to South Dakota State. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, to, the the only thing that Illinois can provide that they can't in the uh, in Dakota is going to be uh, playing on Peacock. So if you want to play on the Peacock app, Illinois. Illinois versus Northwestern on the cock, followed by reruns of Friends. <laughs> the Land of Lincoln Trophy, dude. That okay. that is going to be exclusively on the cock. On the cock. Right <laughs> so, um. Going back to North Dakota State coach, Mac Entz, he's going to USC. It, it was That's I remember right. I couldn't remember why it was weird. He's going to become an assistant coach there. Right. Like probably do better I, I than Lincoln know. Riley. I, I mean, His team's played defense. Yeah, I mean maybe he sees three steps ahead of it and he just goes, I'm just gonna be the assistant. If he flames out in a year or two, I'm just the natural, you know, next guy up. Yeah. Or goes to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I would say th those have kind of simmered after the bowl game. The, it, it, before the bowl, bowl uh, season, everyone thought he was going to the Chargers or Raiders or something. And now all of a sudden, Riley is just they, – they won the goal the bowl game that the, the backup had six touchdowns versus Louisville. Um, everything yeah. that could have by – the, by the way, everything that could have gone wrong for Florida State did go <laughs> wrong this bowl season. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're, they're one opponent, they're like, look how good Louisville is, though. Got fucking demolished. Oh my uh, god! I, I mean, losing by fifty points. It, it, it was a rough one. Yeah, and and then seventy percent of your starters don't play in your actual bowl game against Georgia. Like, I I didn't yeah, know was, this, and we were sitting around talking about this right after we got our audit results and stuff. So everyone's a little on edge anyway. And I'm I just made the comment. I think it's going to be within three touchdowns. I think Florida State's going to show up and blah blah blah. And then that happened, and constant text messages from my coworkers about how fucking stupid I am. And I'm like, great, this is awesome. <laughs> One of them was like, and you're on a podcast? And I was like, uh, I have been. <laughs> That's why they haven't allowed me on the last month. Right. <laughs> yeah, Florida. I have a question about that, though. Right back in here. Right. I have a question about the Florida State uh, game. So we learned that 70% of their starters, people who transferred out, people who hit the portal, whatever, declared for draft, weren't there. Do you think that's because they got out of the playoff? They said, screw it. We're not important. Let's just get out of this. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Do Mike Norvell was like telling them to. And then if. Uh, Say they would have gotten in. Do you think it'd have been the same outcome though against Washington? Oh, 
I, I mean, I don't think they would have gotten beat that or bad. Not because, uh, or, yeah, because they would have – say they would have stayed in and been number three. So, yeah, against Washington. Washington. I don't think it would have been that bad because, you know, they had 16 out of 22 starters not playing. So right. you get your starters in. Um, you can actually game plan. I, I don't know. I, I think that that game would have been closer. I don't think that they would have lost by 60 again. I was just kind of curious because I don't think they would have either. <laughs> but it was just I, I agree. If if they were if they played Washington, it would have been closer, obviously. I think Michigan would have done the same thing, even with the starters. Not 60 points, but I think just that line with as dominant as it was, and you saw versus Alabama, I think they would have run them out. The only say the reason I say Washington wouldn't have is it just seems like Washington just played really poor. And why Phoenix lost to Heisman is they had, like, the last six games, they had a close Arizona State game. Everything was close. They still won, and that's kind of a characteristic in itself doing enough to win. But, like, they didn't look stellar like like Georgia did for most of the year. Right. But uh, I I want to say that Michigan probably would have been closer because I don't want anyone thinking that I'm doubting Michigan, especially the players. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I sent that like angrily and then I, I agree like, hey, you know what? You technically were doubted because everyone's like, you know who's probably going to win? The team mm-hmm. that's won 30 straight games and back-to-back national champion going for a third one. So, yes, you weren't 100% believed in, but like that Michigan linebacker going, everyone doubted us all year. Like, you were odds on favorite in every game, I think, this right. year. Like, there's no way that. The uh, only <laughs> reason anybody's ever doubted them is because oh man they got rid of their sign stealer they don't know what's coming <laughs> that's the only yeah. reason well, i've I ever doubted 100%. them i thought they were going to lose two or three oh i had money honest. i had money on bama for that reason yeah. no they, it, it, it's it's one of those also did you hear the uh mccarthy said well due to ohio state stealing signs in 2019 and 20 they didn't play in 2020 so we had to come up with our own scheme. It's like, okay, so they stole, you know, signs in game. Mm-hmm. So you hired a legion of spies to go to a network of games and have a man, a man, anytime a manifesto is involved, it's bad. You know, there, yep. I don't know if there's ever been a good manifesto and, and they had a crazy person leading this whole operation. <laughs> His name was Jim Harbaugh, not Connor Stallions. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh knew. We all know he knew. I'm sorry. I, I can't believe that we feign to believe that. Which no. Harbaugh had the better weekend, John or Jim? Jim. He got the monkey off his back. Yeah, yeah but but John Jim, demolished Miami. <laughs> yeah, and that was for the best record in the AFC. And, right. man, they yeah. took it to Miami. And, and, and now everyone knows it's going through Baltimore. There, there's no doubt right now the AFC goes through Baltimore. I, I agree. A- and uh, Jack Harbaugh looks good. He looks healthy. So it was a great weekend overall for all of the Harbaugh's. Yeah. Except for Jay Harbaugh, that special teams coach for Michigan. They struggled a little bit, and he it was damn near uh, it was damn near a bad weekend for him. <laughs> uh, so yeah. is the Super Bowl logo got purple in it, or black and purple, or anything like that? It's oh, purple, purple and red, right? Purple, and, purple red. and red. So it's gonna be the 49ers and the Ravens. Not the Vikings. No, no the orange. No orange there, Heath. 
or brown, I guess. It's orange. Goes through <laughs> Cleveland. Good. I hope it does. I would love to see Cleveland in the Super Bowl. Jeff with Flacco. Versus Detroit. Yeah. yeah, with Flacco. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like, like if uh honestly, if, if the Chiefs don't make it, Flacco that's around and find out. Like, Flacco, Flacco around. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, if, if the Chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl again, it's I want Browns. Fuck it. Let, yeah. Let's let's just have the most chaos this year. Bryant Browns wants to Lions. see the world burn. Yeah. How Browns, great would that be? Sign, they have to sign Russell Wilson first. How how great would that be to see the Browns in the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco as their quarterback after they spent all that money on Deshaun Watson and him just uh well Flacco's the man. He's getting her done. He has more touchdown passes this year than Kenny Pickett has in his career. Joe Flacco has more touchdown passes this year with the Browns than Deshaun Watson has the last two years. Hmm. How many touchdowns does he have? I think it was like 16. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he officially has more thrown touchdowns than Russ Wilson has bathrooms in his house. <laughs> that, was, that was a whole thing last in, year with the 12 bathrooms. And touchdowns. Yeah, and how many games? Flacco hasn't played that many games, and it took Russ Wilson like 16 games to get there last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there are rumors that also, he could well, go to the Vikings. So, God, I hope that does not happen. Russ Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I saw someone get up today that they were asking Dominic Foxworth where he should go or what team should be interested in Russ Wilson. He said nobody. <laughs> that, that's <yeah. laughs> At least he's honest. I, if I, he goes to the I Vikings, I will just become a full, full-blown 49ers fan just for my boy Brock. And if they is. pick Russ Wilson up, I can't do it. Yeah. Is there any bad team that really absolutely needs him, though? All of the bad teams kind of have their guy. They just got like they just don't have a good roster around them. Yeah. There is one team in Georgia that doesn't know who their quarterback is, and they do not need Russ Wilson in there. Please, God, Joey. No. Joey wants the Falcons to pick up Russ. Wilson. No, you heard it. Russell here Wilson first, has been my least favorite quarterback in the league. Since he got in the league, I hate Russell Wilson. When mayo is spicy to you, that'll happen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of the, by the way, the 12, uh, 12 bathrooms, he only had 11 wins in his career at the Broncos. So more bathrooms than wins. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what's crazy? I also have more bathrooms than NFL wins. Holy me and Russell shit. Wilson, me and Russell Wilson, not so different. <laughs> Is that Mr. Unlimited up there? Mr. Unlimited Trent? Man. Hell yes. Three firsts. uh, You see that, Joey? What? Heath says the Browns can trade Flacco to the Falcons for three first-round picks. (laughs) Sure. Do you want the three that are on the roster that they don't use right now? Because that will probably work out. (laughs) He'll He'll take Kyle Pitts off your hands. Some somehow the Falcons would still improve. They'll still win the South because I I mean I could win the South by myself. Okay. <laughs> hey, no, don't you be dissing B- Baker Mayfield, man. He uh, Oklahoma legend. He he's on his fourth team and he's taking the. This is the second one to the playoffs. I mean that's that's something. Damn right. 
him taking the Browns to the playoffs was a pretty good feat. And then they just threw him to the curb like yesterday's trash. I don't get it, man. Like, you know, and, and honestly, it's almost like, are the Browns the Browns because of decisions like that? Or do decisions that should be good happen like that because of the Browns? Like, it's chicken or egg on where the curse is, you know? Self-induced or they were always cursed and a good decision turns bad. So. Let, let us know, Heath. Yeah. You're the Browns fan here. Give us some context on that, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the Deshaun one, I, I I don't think any of us liked that one from the beginning. More the personal stuff than him as a football player. But well, he, says, uh, he says the Browns really are blessed, well. so must have been Mayfield. All right. Well, um, not that I want to turn in, uh, the, ne- the conversation negative, but should we just get our bowl games out of the way so we can get our anger out and be happy the rest of the way? Yeah, that was not so amateur hour that we just had there. Right, that was, that was very NFL. NFL. Actually, professional. Yep. No, I'm going to be selfish. I want to get our bullshit game out of the way here. Uh, Memphis 36, Iowa State 30. Memphis covered plus 10 and a half of these. I think by five minutes into the game, they covered it. And then the over hits of, uh, I think it was 48, and we it was 56, for the, or 66 for the total. Um, Holy shit, what a shit show the first flipping quarter there, dude. Yeah. Um, did, did you catch most of it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, down 19, 10 minutes into the game. I, not good. They, now they showed some fight. They came back. But man, they just tried to run the ball too long. They ended up, the game was zero yards rushing. Yeah. Just Rocco Becht set the Iowa State single game record for passing yards. Just, Man. Yeah. I'm looking at some of these stats, just crazy. Probably one of them set a Liberty Bowl record. Rocco backed 446 yards, 22 of 38, 446 yards, three touchdowns. That's an Iowa State football record, both passing yards. Abu Sama, 12 attempts, four yards after he went off for like 30 yards a pop in the Kansas State game. Yeah. And then Higgins, nine receptions, 214 yards, a touchdown, like – I don't – I know we have the – you have to establish a run. I, I can even appreciate that because, like, you might be able to hit him with something. But when you're down three three touchdowns at that point, who the fuck cares if you ever run the ball, especially when you have Higgins that was – it would be like you're getting stuffed. Okay, we have a little short slant and a 30-yard bomb. And a 30-yard bomb – like, they just kept hitting him. I don't know why you'd ever go away from that. Higgins <laughs> was so much better than that corner that was guarding him. So much better. Hit. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Two hundred. How many yards did he have? Two twenty. Uh, Higgins. Two hundred fourteen. Yeah. Two hundred fourteen yards. Dude, dude could add three hundred. Like yeah. that cornerback was not great. Just keep giving him the ball. Well, our cornerbacks weren't looking too great either, to be honest. That no. that, that was that. That's what this is. Honestly, it, fe- it feels like the Big Twelve from 10 to 12 years ago, back and forth, just back and forth. Yeah. There's just no – all gas, no brakes for scoring. Yep. But I I didn't think Tampa – I'll be honest. Tampa we knew was going to be a big loss, even as much as we do, don't want to believe, like, oh, it's 
lowly Memphis. That that's what I was feeling. Yeah. I didn't think Vernon was going to be that big of a loss, and holy shit, apparently yeah. it is. Yeah, Memphis can score. They they scored all season. Um, ended up winning ten games this season. Now, if Tampa would have been playing, Wait, what's that? What? They won ten games. Ten. That's games. all that matters. That's all that double, double digits. Yeah, what's Trent? As Iowa State fans, I don't know if we could speak about winning ten games in a season. I don't know what that is. I think I sent a text during the Iowa game that had something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Anyway, I think Tampa could have shut down Joe Skates. Joseph Skates, the Iowa State transfer to Memphis, you could tell he was pumped and ready to play his old team, and he played well and had a good game. If I think if Tampa, Tampa would have shut him down. I'm I'm looking at these the top four receivers. Eight catches, 102 yards, like 12 reception. Two for 76, three for 75, two for 40. They were just getting bomb after bomb after bomb, man. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was, it kind of, fr- the, the biggest frustration, obviously, the score, whatever. I, I can't believe how bad our line on both sides got dominated. We yeah. couldn't get any push with the run. Rocco was even getting frustrated at the end with how much he was getting hit. And then our defensive line, like we started doing some blitzes later in the game. Once we're so far behind, it didn't matter at that point, you know. But like this three front, unless you have shocker, you lose your first round talent at defensive end. You're not as good. But like that has always been an issue this year with with not being able to create enough pressure. They they that, they've done it in yeah. some games, but like they just look so poor this game yeah that's john hecox defense you know that three down lineman um rush three and man if you can't get pressure on it it's tough um but their quarterback sat back there and he was able to make those plays and it like you mentioned last year we had this nfl first rounder that you could rush three and he's getting double teamed every time so that takes another guy away that we didn't have that this year. So, I mean, hopefully next year, you know, you have Dom orange coming back. Um, that dude's still a beast. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I think this is probably the worst game that he defense could have had. Yeah. And you know, I, I, that's where I didn't want to get too mad at the game. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah. you can't be mad at he, I, I can be frustrated, but I'm never going to go. I saw people, and I think it's just people being idiots on Twitter, but they're like, Heacock needs to go. It's like, are you fucking Jesus. stupid? You know, like, he, yeah. he's had one bad game in, like, Matt Campbell's tenure. A terrible game, you know, and it's just... Yeah. It, I get you frustrated, but, like, just don't be stupid with that stuff. But... Yeah. One thing, um, go ahead. No, you, you go. One thing I was looking at here, and I, I just saw this, otherwise I was going to make it a point. It looks like, I mean, we had a bunch of underclassmen. We're bringing back all of our fresh, our underclassmen, all of our starters, mm-hmm. sorry, on the offense, and, and I think nine on defense, eight or nine. Yep. Nine. Right? We're going to need that experience because we got beat six times this year. The quarterbacks that beat us were Cade McNamara. Is he a junior or is he technically a senior, Joey or Dave? Either one. He's a six year senior now. Yeah. Six year senior. So, so fifth year senior this year, but experienced. Mm-hmm. He he started quite a couple seasons. Curtis, Can you go to a playoff? Um, yeah, and went to the playoff. That 
playoff Iowa State is you know similar competition. <laughs> yeah. But but you know we got by fifth year senior at Iowa, senior at in, in Ohio. Uh, I think fifth year senior or senior in Gabriel at, with Oklahoma. Senior with Jason Bean started that game for Kansas. Uh, junior with with Quinn, but he's you know got his own accolades. He's a higher level. And then there's junior from Memphis. Like we just struggled with with these players that knew when to get the ball out. You know, yep. experienced enough where they've had enough reps. They know to get this ball the fuck out of there. And not if it's not there, what do I do? You know, we were able to take advantage of this. Young Demons couldn't create enough pressure fast enough to take full advantage of these guys that have been around for a minute. So yeah, I don't know. I hope, I hope in this off season they can get on, on the lines. They need to get stronger. And, and as far as like on defense, we just need more speed, man. Cause we're bringing in four teams. Three of them. I know for sure have great speed. Arizona state. I don't know, but I think, I think they're on the right track too. We we'll get left behind if we don't make some improvements this off season. Yeah. I'm not real worried though. What should I, I mean, this win would have been great to springboard into the next season, winning a bowl game. Yeah. But again, it's, I mean, it's a Liberty bowl. Go out there. Don't get hurt. Don't tear your ACL, you know, whatever. And Iowa state's going to return 20 starters in this new big 12. You don't have Texas. You don't have Oklahoma. Um, I'm not saying Iowa State can win the Big 12 next year, but I think they'll be right there. I mean, they're right there this year. They had a chance to go to Dallas to play for the Big 12 championship this year. And I think it it, it can be the same situation next year. See, when we get to conference play, Campbell is, is – he's good. It's the non-conference that scares me, Trent, because holy shit, can we not – that was the one thing that, that I was so frustrated. It's like we've had a month to prepare for Memphis, and you hear about how Memphis redid their whole defense, their offense was ready. It's like, so what the fuck were we doing for this last month? Like we didn't play in a conference game. We did we've had the same amount of time to prep here. And that's one thing that I think if it continues, yeah. you know, the next couple of years, and it's frustrating now is like as great as of a coach Campbell is like how do you how is it that when it's less time to prep which if you look at our best year covid we had less time to prep because it was you know limited practice when we have that short amount of time campbell yep. is the guy he can get them yep. ready instant but if you have a month that's what worries me is like all of a sudden these other coaches outpace him and he doesn't like you can't consistently have these slow starts in non-conference and bowl games and everything in between and go well you know it's part of a system you can't get behind yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like you can't con- be a consistent winner and play from behind and play hero ball. When no offense, we don't have Purdy or Reese. We don't have the heroes anymore. We, yeah. we got some good ones coming up, but you can't like, yeah. Let's just rely on a freshman, two freshmen starting on and the backfield and the quarterback, and rely on them to bring us back. It's like, come on, like help them out at this point. So Sam Bricker just says Iowa versus Iowa State in 2024. Calling it now. Iowa 38, Iowa State 9. Go Hawks. 38? Are they going to play three games this year? I was thinking 38 games, but... Combine those? Uh, yeah. I agree with the 9. 13 three straight weeks is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with the 9. Maybe he's thinking if you add the 3 and 8, you get 11. They win 11 to 9. 
that makes more sense. <laughs> he says, I said what I said. <laughs> no, I, I, there's uh, honestly, you, you beat it, you beat us 20 to 13, and that's with the worst offense in your school's history. You know, you can literally only go up from here at this point. Brian Ferentz is now gone. So I feel like that um, was like, when Iowa was playing their best offense too, like it progressively just got worse. You say that, and then the new offensive coordinator is going to be hold my beer, and yeah, hold my beer, Kirk. Now Kirk's going to say, no, 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 yeah. no. You do what I say, right? No beer here. Yeah. You run the ball. I mean, really, on third and eight. That was was that the one game this year where Iowa had all of their players with the Iowa State game because they didn't play week one, did he? Or, or it was very limited, like one series. Yeah, yeah it was limited. Mm-hmm. We literally only played Iowa the one week they're full strength. Then their tight ends and quarterbacks and everyone else got injured. <laughs> I, Iowa State luck right there, man. And see, yeah. they were just high-flying offense, putting up all 20 points there. <laughs> that would have won you exactly zero of those ranked games. I heard that, so Iowa <clears> – <throat> We're kind of going to get away from it. We, we can go, tri- you know, go to the Iowa game now. But, you know, Brian Ferentz needed to score 25 points a game. They did that twice this year. That's how you become – that's how you get an average, two out of 14 games. It's also how you get yep. fired. Speaking of, true hot take from this bowl game. Brian, you can go ahead with the score if you want. What's that? I would say hot take for this ball game uh, for me. Fire Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, that's scalding right there, Joey. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's move to the Iowa game so we can just get it over with. We don't want to think about it too long. Tennessee thirty-five, Iowa zero. Tennessee covers the five and a half with ease. The under hits. The under barely hit. Trent was um, was shaking his boots on mm-hmm. that one. Wasn't half a point. Half a point. That's all it took. This is going to be a woulda, coulda, shoulda thing. I uh, I bet Iowa scoring zero points versus Michigan, and it hit like plus three hundred, and in the in the conference championship game, I was so pissed about Iowa State on Friday. I damn near did it again. I was like, you know what? Don't be a hater, man. Let's just that would be the time when Deacon Hill goes off or whatever. And I can't tell you how much regret I have knowing that I could have just been a full hater and gotten paid out like three times my money again. Probably four, actually, because Michigan, like, <laughs> very solid defense. Tennessee, I don't think – well, now we see that it was actually fully legit, but, like, it would have paid out a little better. I, I, I don't even know what words to put into this. Uh, the only thing I could say is we should focus on 10 wins. That's what we should focus on, not the lack of scoring, the – month the prep and we still score zero points the um zero zero offensive yards we had in deacon hill's first 15 attempts yeah amazing oh you mean the scripted plays that are supposed to be the 100 like we have these down pat plays well i i don't know if anyone saw like their i believe it was the first drive when we were getting ready to score and he doesn't even look at anyone else, throws it to the one guy that's double covered and throws it three yards behind him as well. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. When I saw that happen, I knew you were, it was, a, this was, uh, yeah, in trouble. Yep. 
like the thing though i do uh have one i guess one point to make that positive is even though it was 35-0 you could the defense did what they could but you could tell that defense was worn down tired oh yeah and knowing that they were going to have to play their asses off to probably even keep it halfway decent, but still you can just tell they were worn down. And I think that's where you got the 35 to zero is that defense was just worn down from what the previous pretty much nine games of having to do everything. I was going to yep. say the previous 12. I, was, I, I saw a stat the other day that, uh, Per play, Iowa's defensive players averaged, or sorry, per minutes per game, average double what normal defenses do. Right? Mm-hmm. How? How? I, you're playing two games in one game every single time because our offense can't get off the field or can't stay on the field. Props yeah. to their strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, no I shit. also think uh, <laughs> I think Tennessee's no huddle also was a big killer. Like I, mm-hmm. I think. Along with having a defense already worn out from the whole season, and then you have an offense that decides to just do no huddle or as fast as they can, like that kind of wears down. And then mm-hmm. uh, that's a good point because Iowa doesn't normally see that in yeah. the Big Ten West. They mm-hmm. really don't. Well, so I think that's what I was going to bring up. Go ahead, go ahead. But other than that, I have to agree with Joey. Like, I'm. Not as far as scolding hot take, but something needs looked into this offseason. Like, they need to, like, I put another stipulation, but on Kirk, if they're not going to fire him, you have to do this, and you let your offensive coordinator run the offense. You let them do what they think is right. Right. Something, something need, some type of stipulation needs to happen. And I, I guess if I hope Deacon Hill is not the starter. Like that guy can't. You could have a whole broadside of a barn ten yards away, and I think he'd overthrow it. He'd throw mm-hmm. it over the roof. Like there's, you, you know can't what the do good nothing. Thing is, is Kirk, Kirk, Kirk finally gave in and let Linez play for one drive, and literally he rushed for fifty yards. Right. So it's like, oh, we have someone that isn't just a big tree stump back there. That is going to get hit no matter how fast or slow defensive end if they get by. I mean, that is the one positive. You won't see Deacon Hill at all next year unless I'm not even going to say it. You know, he right. will be third or four, if not fourth. Tory Taylor I had would... 360 yards punting, so that's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> punting is winning. Yep. Um, unless you're yeah, not I... winning. Right. I. I like the line is he, he looked really, really good. Um, but yeah, McNamara is coming back. He'll be the starter. Uh, line is will probably be second. I, I would not doubt if Deacon Hill transfers. I mean, I would. Where the hell is he going to yeah. transfer to, though? Like, who's going to take that? Like this, uh, this Sam Bricker said, you know, he could be a guard at a D3 school. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go to NA, NAIA and go play there. Like, that's yeah. So you should be, I think. He, Cade McNamara is going to be their starter, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Deacon Hill is going to be second string. And Linus is going to be third string. Because Kirk Ferentz all year when asked, why didn't you try out Labus? Well, why would we? Deacon Hill is doing really good. 
he's going to stick with that so much that he's going to still have him as a second string and have Linez as the third string next year. I'm calling it now. I, I can you. see that happening too. You are so right. I just made you guys hate the 2024 season right now, and it's January 3rd. And all we're doing is getting people committing to coming back. Lachey is coming back. Um, yeah. Yeah. McNamara. Higgins. Uh, yeah, Higgins. We're still waiting on Coop. Uh, word is that he's leaning towards it. So Lachey's back too, right? Yeah. 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 We just or haven't she... heard from Eric all yet. I Okay. See, this is where, like, if we're at the end of the year recap type thing, part of our agenda part is I'm very anxious, very curious to see like when the o, the new offensive coordinator comes in, like seeing the spring ball and seeing like what they're seeing, what they're going to try with them. I, you know, I think if, if we could get like a stipulation for Kirk is let the offensive coordinator be in charge of the offense. Like, no more influence or anything. Let them take the reins. But is that going to happen? Probably not. Kirk's going to just yeah. say, no, so, I want to run, run on first, pass on second, run on third. So question for you, Hawkeye fans. Do you think that that new offensive no. coordinator will come from within no. the program? No. Somebody who's already there? Or do you think they'll go outside the program? I think they're going to go outside. Yeah, the only names I've heard are from outside. I've heard Joe Philbin and Paul Christ. That's the only people I've heard. I wish uh, – yeah. I don't think Lamar Woods would take an offensive quarter job, quarterback job. Offensive coordinator, Jesus Christ. I think he only wants a head coaching job. Um, so I think he yeah. stays as special teams until the HC comes available. Um, and Phil Parker wants nothing to do with head coaching. Uh, but my question is, what the hell did Phil Parker – do or what does he have on Kirk Ferentz for Kirk to let him run the defense without any questions? Like I, whatever he That's did, the new the new offensive coordinator needs to do at the same time. It, yeah, if you're if you're that good at it, he better let him. Right. <laughs> you know. You know. What, you know what it probably That's a good is. Point. He he's probably got the balls to say, Kirk, I run this shit the, the best in the country. Leave it be. You, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas you haven't seen an offense above what probably. 70th in the last, I mean, few at least in this last graduation class. Wade, you right. know. So that's I think probably Joey's on to something though. Like, what? Yeah. What is the behind the doors, behind closed doors scenes that Phil Parker's able to like not have any, like, there's no influence from Kirk. There's nothing. It is his defense right. and everything. Like, yeah. what did he yeah. do or what did he have to do to get that? When the defense is on the field, like they'll pan over to Kirk and he's on his play card worrying about the offense coming up. I mean, I suppose that's a good feeling for Kirk and it probably happened from years of working with Phil because Phil was under Norm, I think, uh, Norm yeah. Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I mean, that that's probably where it came from, but still, like he doesn't, he has nothing to do with the defense. And I wish he was that way with the offense. For the longest time, I think time, even if he I was, thought... Brian, Brian Ferentz couldn't. Wouldn't be able to run anything oh, on his own either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. wishful thinking for the next guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm right there. For, for the longest I am... time, I had Norm Parker and and Phil Parker was another nepotism case. I'll be real honest. Like too. it was like this year that I learned. <laughs> yep. Just a coincidence. I think uh, 
this is my wishful thinking is I have two wishes that hopefully it could happen. It might, it might not is I hope Cooper Dejean comes back. I really do. And the next thing is, is I hope the next offensive coordinator can rig up some type of play to where if you're listening on the radio or however you're watching and almost have like a Tate to Holloway type thing, but in the regular season, not in a bowl game, regular season, have like a Tate to Holloway type pass. Like I would love to see something like that again. Mm -hmm. You're describing a forward pass, Dave. I know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to see that again. Do you think if Iowa needed 70 yards to win their bowl game this year, like they did there, like, Oh, another run up the middle. Iowa loses. How many quarters do we get? <laughs> you, yeah, you know what the crazy is. thing is? I've watched the uh, the Holiday Bowl. Now that you mentioned it, maybe we saw the same replay. I saw it, and you watched this first quarter. It's like, where the fuck? Did, how did you go from Brad Banks to this offense to Ricky Stanzi to Nate Stan, where you have the ability to do it? And you just go, you know what? Let's just let's literally let's do Ferentz ball. Let's just run it, burn as much time as possible, and and be no, too afraid to make a mistake. And wait for them to make a mistake. I don't now, know. The, go ahead. Joey. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is I, I don't know if it was a everyone else is innovated. I can't figure it out. So I'm going to stick to what I know. And mm-hmm. I, I say all this with the caveat of Kirk wins ball games. Like it is wonderful to be a Hawkeye fan knowing that. Almost every year, we're going to win at least eight games. And some years, we're going to win 10, and it's going to feel really good. And some years, we're going to surprise motherfuckers to be ranked number two and win 12 games. Like, it just, it's going to happen. But it's so frustrating watching football like this. It sucks. Like, it, it, the, this whole 10 win season just deflates everything. It makes me so yeah. mad. And one of the things, you know, Bryant says about them going backwards now, this year, Sorry, this coming year, they're going to have to adapt because now right. you're going to play USC. Now you're going to be playing Washington. Now you're going to be playing UCLA. This isn't the Big Ten West anymore. These teams are going to score and they're going to move fast. So there's no divisions now. So we have we we have every chance to play those guys that out. you mentioned from the Pac-12. Yeah, and Michigan, Ohio State. Like yep. there is a possibility where we could play. USC, Washington, Michigan, and Ohio State all in the same year. Like, yeah. That's terrifying if we can't score points. Yep. Uh, those, going back real quick, if there's one good thing about Ferentz Ball, though, you guys, is you're, you're going to have your 10 wins and all that, but you're not going to have a stupid loss like Miami did to Georgia Tech like week three where they didn't uh, kneel it. And yeah. you're not going to have what Washington almost just did and lose a game because of fucking trying to roll. When you could just kneel it, you don't have to get fancy yards, and you have an injury that causes a timeout, and you give them a minute left to play rather than 20 seconds, which is what Kirk would have had. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we, and I'm not trying to pick on Iowa State here, but you see every year the mistakes that cost Iowa State in even the Iowa Iowa State game. Yep. I mean, that, that weird ass punt return and all that stuff like that doesn't happen to Iowa most of the time most of the time mm-hmm. we don't they don't make dumb mistakes so yes is he very good at coaching and keeping the game under control very much yeah. but 
open the offense up. That's all I'm asking. You take some of the spirit out of the game when there's no like hail mary, like the the, the breathtaking way. What's going to happen when it's just like run the ball, run the ball, pass eight. We need eight yards. Pass it for seven. We, we you know they just take the the. I I think every Iowa fan would have been fine with just as many interceptions. You throw ten more interceptions on the year if you would have chucked it deep. To be honest, like just occasionally throw yeah. it. Just yeah, trying, it. trying to yeah, do that. Trying. Yeah. We all survived Drew Tate. Of course we'll take that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Man, in, in Deacon Hill's defense, he could have chucked that ball down there. I mean, he throws yeah. a 100-mile-an-hour fastball every time. Mm-hmm. I bet he can throw it a long ways. We just don't know because we never got to see it. He'll throw it 100 miles an hour. He just needs a shuffle pass, but he'll throw. He'll chuck that thing straight I'm sure I would, all his tight ends have broken fingers right now. <laughs> I would hate to have to like room with him and ask him to grab you a beer out of the fridge or something because that's coming right at your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's always got a, like a catcher's mitt on, <laughs> the mask yeah. and the mask. I was gonna say, oh, yeah. chest guard, just the whole get up. Yep. Hey, can you toss me that knife? Oh, Jason! <laughs> Nothing ever underhand. Always overhand with him. What is it? Andy Bernard says, "Beer me that disc." <laughs> Beer me. <laughs> Beer me, bro. Uh, what, yeah. Hold on. What one thing I did want to bring up uh, because we we flew through it because I wanted to talk about some positive with Iowa. Um, Tory Taylor uh, getting that record uh, for the most punting yards in a season, breaking it sixty or I'm sorry, stood for eighty four years. I think I sent mm-hmm. it to you guys. Did you read the article or the the congrats congratulations letter from Johnny Pingle's family? <laughs> they were so mad that he got this record. They're literally talking about, "Yep, this did stand since uh, 1938." And we'd like to point out that uh, Johnny did it in nine games compared to Tory Taylor did it in 14 games. And they're making this big old deal about how it's like more yards per game. But I don't know if you guys felt the same way I did when I was reading this article. It's like, yeah, he did it in less games. But do you know back in 1938, they used to, like, they literally say in this letter here, oh, we just, if if no one was, he was the quarterback, and if no one was open, it's kind of a cool play if you think about it. If no one was open, I would unexpectedly punt it and have them not expect it and then pin them deep, which is like, I one, I think I would legitimately should add that to their offense next year, just add a little wrinkle to it. But also like so you you got the record by doing shit when no one expected it. Like, well, gee, what a what a wonderful like yeah, if I if you, we could just punt on first down and also you control when you punt on any down. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty hard to, uh a pretty hard record to break when you just make those decisions, you know? Mhm. You must have missed the uh, Cover 3 podcast where they covered the uh, record for most punts in a game. We went oh, over Any this. guesses? We went over this on the podcast. If you, like, oh, well, we did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't on. It was like 74 or something like that, wasn't it? 77. 77. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, God, I, I, got a, I got a few ideas for the offseason here, Joey, and that it was one of the games I wanted to cover was – hell yes because literally they didn't have lights it was all rainy and yeah it was like and because the balls weren't as good so you couldn't throw it as well it's like fuck it we might as well just punt and 
and literally have a punt off to see who fumbles it closer than the goal line. And I want that. So, oh my God, I would love to watch that. I might as well watch rugby, I guess. (laughs) Speaking of that, that was a trivia question, Brian. Did we not get a trivia question tonight? Uh, no, I was, I, I had one kind of a bullshit, give me one for basketball, but I, I forgot for football here. So uh, drop the ball. I, I guess it. call me a Kansas city chiefs receiver. Cause I dropped the ball on that one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Damn, they, they, it's, uh, legitimately. Sorry. Go, go, go into pro sports real quick. How can you be have seven professionals and six of them can't catch the ball reliably? That's insane. I have no words for you, man. Yeah, it's, Maybe it's because the quarterback throwing to them is not very good. Yeah, it's got it. It's got that it. is it. You know what it is? If someone said this is going to be a fully bad year and everything bad goes wrong because of how much luck you've had the last four years and like and how good you've been, I'd be like, that's fair. That is karma. Like you get, you only get so much good before bad happens. I'd accept that. But like, there's right. literally no other explanation on, on why it is the way it is. Right. Um, fucking. What was I gonna say? I, I had one other thing. I think for Iowa, I think. Oh, if we're gonna do like the end of year stuff, man. I, like I said, I think if we can, I can't remember if Contreras is back for Iowa State, our kicker. If we lose him, I think we need it. He won so many games because of how well he played. It's amazing. Yep. Speaking of the dumb mistakes Iowa State makes in special teams, having a special teams coach and growing from that in this off season. You know, if we can just get – if our lines on both sides can just improve, we have, I think, every other position enough. You know, I think linebackers can use some work. Our corners, they somehow get them ready to play every year, but, like, we just need the hosses. And and those are so tough to come by. But, like, yep. we, we that's probably the one area we absolutely have to improve on if we're going to make any splash or compete in the new Big 12. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got and yeah, like I said, with Contreras coming back, you got to have that kicker. I mean, that's points right there, and we've been so bad at that. We have to have that. So, Anything else you wish for from Iowa State? Oh, I can An wish. offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dave gave his wishes for Iowa. Hmm. Line um, to to win in the trenches. We talk about know, it all it, the time. Never happens. How about we? How how about um, looking? I'm not even saying we have to win all our non-conference games. Obviously, I'd love to beat Iowa, and I think it's can't remember who it is next year. But like, let's look like we're ready to play in the non-conference before we get to conference play, and I'm feeling worried about how our season's going. Like, let's yeah. start two and one, three and zero. Oh. And, and let's be ready because, like, this year I know norovirus hit us in the Ohio game, but, like, the, the the Iowa game was not as close as 20 to 13. We all watched that game. It mm-hmm. wasn't close, you know. Yeah, right. The, the UNI game, shocker. I, I'd hope you could beat an FCS team that didn't make their playoffs. You, you know, it's – let's just look competent and ready week one through three so we can feel good going into the Big 12 when we do run the new Big 12. Now I'm back to we're going to win this thing. We're going to go to the playoffs – and it's going to be amazing. We play <laughs> the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Oh, okay. The Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes, and Arkansas State. 
Tiger Butch Jones. What's that? Butch Jones oh. is for uh, isn't he for uh, Arkansas State? I think. Yeah, I mean they're never a pushover either. So. Well, when again, when you come in with a game plan, kind of like this Memphis game, anyone can win any week if you're not going to come in and make adjustments week by week. Yep. You know? So. Yep. Again, which just. Former- which former Prairie, oh, not former Prairie Valley alumni. Which Prairie Valley alumni played at Arkansas State for football? He played tight end. I know this. FYI. He's in my sister's Brandon class. Yep, it was Brandon Henson. Yep. I didn't know his name, but I, I remember that we did have someone go D1 technically. You know? Mm-hmm. And, that, and now you got Graves and is Kyler Fisher uh, back next year for you guys, or is he a senior this year? That's a good question. I know he finally started this year, but I don't know if he's back or not. Yeah. Southeast oh, Valley is a breeding ground for D1 football. That's right. Iowa's non-con next year is Illinois State, Iowa State, and Troy. And you got to play at Ohio State, and you, and you host Washington next year. Mm-hmm. Three losses in those five games I just mentioned. Yeah, Northern Illinois and Troy. <laughs> Troy is yeah. Troy, and we beat Ohio State. No, yeah, you're no, you're yeah. gonna go zero and three versus those first three, and then beat Washington yeah. and Ohio State. It's shutting it, down Maserati Marv. That's how I mean, Iowa does it for some reason. Yep. Let's be real honest. You would take zero and three in the non-con to go nine and zero in the Big Ten, right? Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, being that Big Ten championship. Yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd have to deal with Cyclones, but you'd beat Ohio State in Washington the first year. I, I think that'd be a pretty yeah, easy trade off. Ohio State and the potential, the potential national champions. Can I take a L to Troy for to trade an L to Washington? Sure. Okay. <laughs> This, it will not change anything. So yeah, we'll we'll change the hypothetical for you, Joey. As long, yeah, as long as you beat Ohio State, who cares? You got plenty of time to like. Yeah, run that's what I was getting at. Yeah, I want to just beat Ohio State more than anything. Win in the, yeah, win in the shoe too. No, don't even like win at home. Everyone can win at home, but go yeah. to the shoe and beat them. That that that'd be a fair trade off. Maybe we get another C.J. Beathard type game where he almost beat them at Ohio State. God, that was beautiful. What what teams he? He's still he's on the Jags, right? He's starting. Yes, he started for him last week. Yeah, well, Lawrence is. Uh, he's hurt. Sick, hurt. I think. He hurt but his hair. It, Did you see his face on that hit? Like that <laughs> zoomed in face from his like his. It's like a boxer where his like skin is off his skull. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's see if we oh, we got we got to be able to find this. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm saying that 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 was probably the best. Is like when they're like Trevor Lawrence is is out and it's like concussion or whatever for this next week's game, and that was the picture they used. That was like the perfect. It's like, gee, I wonder when he got the concussion. Do you think it's when his skull was here and his skin was over here? Yeah, right. You find it in there, Trent? Um. Not yet. Well, here I can. I can fill a look on his face, like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 
oh god, let's not bring up Aaron Rodgers. My my filibuster is going to take a long time. Oh god. For my let's wishes for Iowa, fire Kirk Ferentz. That's it. That is it. And that's oh all. shit. Yeah. Any more? Do you want to you want to grandstand a little bit on that one? Uh no. No, that's all I want. I mean, I've heard that the the big thing, and maybe it's just a um a guess, but like I've heard that he's like trying to do one more year to like ensure that he makes the Hall of Fame, but the Hall of Fame for coaching. But like, I'm pretty sure he qualifies already, doesn't he? I mean, I would think so. I'm I'm trying to find his uh, coaching record, but. Yeah, I'm like pretty sure that he you have to you have to have won over 60% of your games and I'm pretty sure he's done that. Yeah, 10-4. What what's shit? He's 208 and 140 as a head coach all time. Oh god damn. <laughs> Holy what's out. <laughs> yeah, uh 200 wins should get him in there. Man, that that's a terrible picture. That, that looks like it hurts. Uh huh. Yeah, his like skin is not attached to his skull. It looks like the letters on his helmet moved. Like, aren't the J and A like combined now too? That's how hard he got hit. Yeah, it <laughs> moved plastic. Yeah, that, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like um, Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Plays football like him too. You can throw throw that football in there. there. Throw a steak at Napoleon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now, Kirk, Kirk will not be fired. He won't leave after this year, at least, Joey. Right now, he's at 59.77% winning percentage. And for the mm. Hall of Fame, you got to be over 60%. So, I mean, if you go another 10 and 2, let me pull up your – I mean, as long as he wins – I think if, as long as he wins probably like nine games next year – He's probably in at that point. Nine, nine and four. We already talked about this. They're going uh, nine and three, losing all three non-cons. Right. Oh, yeah. See, now you absolutely have to trade a joint. You can't take the L to Troy or Washington. You have to get the. You have to yeah. get one of those dubs. I'm I'm fine with Kirk not making the Hall of Fame. So. <laughs> I, I mean, exactly. I mean, let, let's. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like Hall of Fame is like the best. The Bo Schembechlers, the the best. I mean, it, are we doing the Hall of Very Good? And it's because he was here the longest. I mean, that's yeah, he's never won a Big Ten title. I mean, what what other than winning the Big Ten West, which everyone knows is a joke most years. It's usually between us and Wisconsin, and sometimes you get another random. What who, happened? In who the else did you beat? The Orange Bowl. Then they What's win that year. Didn't they win the year that they went to the Orange Bowl versus USC? No, because uh, um, uh, someone played I, in the national championship. Was that Ohio State Miami? Was that Maurice Claret year? It might have been. Was it that that long ago? Yeah. I thought they won it when they played Stanford. All right, maybe I'm wrong. Give no, because they lost to Michigan State in the Big Ten championship game. Oh year. yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, did you guys hear that? Christian McCaffrey that? just scored another touchdown in that game. I was just going to say, they don't want to relive it, Trent. And then you had to bring up that he did score again in the Rose Bowl. Just right now. 
So, no. yes, he has never won a Big Ten championship. He's won one, two, three, oh, right. three division championships. Three, di- three division. He's tied for first in 2002 and 2004. But, like, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, it's tough for me to sit here and say, oh, yeah, no, he doesn't deserve it. Because, like, again, he's been here. He's been there forever. But, like. I don't know, man. I think I think once he he ends the season, he's above sixty percent winning percentage. I think he's done. I, I mean, I bet you, I bet you, if he was above sixty percent winning percentage this year, he would have uh he would have retired. Him and his son yeah. go out this time. Man, so. so what would he have needed to get? Probably two. If we would have went undefeated, basically. I think that's at about least in the regular winning. season. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah probably. 209 divided by 348. If he would have beat Tennessee, he would have been at 60.05. So literally one game away. But you know what, everyone? What we yeah. need to focus on is 10 wins. <laughs> That's the number one thing. Everyone needs to remember we had 10 wins. I don't want to do revisionist history, but if they hadn't called that fair the the invalid signal you would have had the one win kirk might have been gone coop was probably a heisman candidate at that point because now that's two game winners mm-hmm. on top of being one of the better safeties corners in the country on the best defense you are getting the spotlight on you and you're not making mistakes that refereeing crew should never have a uh, job again i'm just going to say it as an iowa state fan to support my uh, Hawkeye brethren. I love that. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. But legitimately, like, I think how much of that a ripple effect now that you bring that into play, like what could have been, Kirk might have just been gone. Right. What makes that statement even better is that it didn't come from Hawkeye Trent. Yeah, no kidding. What's when that? What tells I'm us sorry. down our chest. Sorry, what I say? <laughs> Nothing oh, this I time. Was ta- yeah, no, we're, we're just talking about how Kirk, if he won one more, one more game, he would have uh, been at 60%. He probably, not probably, might have retired this year then because he would have been above the threshold. Yeah. So, so I, I've also heard some rumors of DeGene potentially coming back. Like yep. there, it's, it's like Instagram comments about him. Shit. Is that confirmed yet? No, not yet. He's coming back? No, Higgins is the only one tonight that got confirmed, but Dylan sent me the same thing. Yeah, so, something about the two, two, three running back or some shit. It's like, what, what do you mean? Just say what you're gonna. Don't do this, LeBron or or fucking. Ooh, you know, social. Just tell us, man. Right. Because no offense, I think everyone wants him to go to the NFL. Don't get injured. Be great, you know. But if you come back, we'll take it. You know. Right. Just, just commit. Don't. Oh, I'm so mysterious. You know, I hate that. There's not a college student in the world that's that mysterious. They all think they are, but. Yeah, no, just just tell us, man. But no, no one needs these games. Just just tell us so we can be at peace one way or another. But so I'm looking through um, the schedule and oh, never mind. Sorry, this is just ranking. Never mind. You're good. Forget I said good. anything. Ranking the wall. Well, I was looking through this and I'm looking. I'm still on the Iowa Hawkeye Wikipedia page. But I was looking through this for. Yeah. Uh, uh, Big Ten titles, and I saw a section for final rankings. I started looking at the records. I was like, oh, hey, we haven't lost more than, or we haven't 
had less than eight wins since forever ago. And I was like, wait, that's 1981 and skipped a whole bunch of numbers. So, yeah, just forget I said anything. <laughs> Post uh, taking out COVID, you haven't had, you've only had one season less than eight wins since 2013. Mm-hmm. And that's when you went seven and six. Right. And you lost the Tax Slayer Bowl to Tennessee. Oops. Didn't mean to bring up a bad memory there, but um, real quick, because I mean, we can we can talk about our teams all day. I, I just want to do real quick for the title game. Uh, Washington is four and a half point underdogs at Michigan at Michigan, over under fifty five and a half. Uh, you guys got any official predictions on on who you think's gonna win or by how much? Huskies. Bye. Washington Huskies by a touchdown, maybe 10 points. Now, I do think we got this one right. I think we have the two best teams playing for the national championship right now. I do like – well, the two best teams that played in the semifinals. Now, one could argue that Georgia should have been in there. Um, but I do like this matchup um, better than having, like, say, Washington – and Bama or Michigan, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I do like this matchup. I think it's more intriguing. It's not oh, Alabama's in it again, Georgia's in it again, yeah. SEC's in it again. I do like this. I want Washington to win this. Let's be real honest. We're all happy because there's no SEC in it. Yeah. But let's just admit it right now. It's because there the North go. is represented here. There you and go. And we finally don't have to hear some slack-jawed Mississippi State fan claim their national title through Alabama or Texas A&M say yeah. how good they are because they lost to a team that lost to the team that won the title. Like, right. we finally – now, David and Joey, now you guys can be the ones that say that. We lost the national champions. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have won the Big Ten. That's the type of shit that AM and Mississippi State fans. Exactly. You That's don't have random SEC, let's say Texas AM. SEC wins another national champion. It's like, dude, you're not even a fan of that team. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my answer when you asked who's going to win the Big Ten. That's all yeah. I was waiting for it, Joey. Current Big Ten Ten or future Big Ten? Both. They okay. The regular season Pac-12 is over. It's they're a Big Ten team. Yeah. So what happens with that money now? Because the conference that that team is in right now gets that money. The Big Ten don't for Washington for making the playoffs. The Pac-12 does. So do does Oregon State and Washington State get to split all? Seven million dollars mm-hmm. or whatever it is, good for yeah. them. Good for them. I don't know if the Big Ten's going to be able to survive without that seven million dollars <laughs> next year. Probably not. They're thirty million a year per team. TV contract just isn't enough. <laughs> it's not so, when you have to buy out your coach for twenty-four million. Yeah. Yeah. One or buy him year. out for hazing, or buy him out for sexual assault, or buy. <laughs> We're just going down the fucking mute, Bryant. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, God, I, I, I'm going to say I think Washington wins just because I don't want to admit Michigan winning. Because frankly, I still think their their wins get vacated in a couple of years once they can really dig in and, and prove it. I think Harbaugh's gone after this year, which is 
you know, the, if there's one thing that I, I will give them compliments because I, I just don't like to is holy shit. What a, what a change. It was weird as an Iowa state fan watching it, a coach changing his philosophy in the middle of the game going, Hey, I want to run the ball. Oh, the run's not there. I guess we're going to pass the ball. Hey, I want to do a, a three front. Oh, the three front's not working. Just changing it and being able to make it work mid game. Right. I believe I texted all you guys and said, this is the best coach game I've ever seen between the two people. Yes. Yeah. It, that was in the group chat. And I, I would agree. That was a, just a fun game to watch and watch the coaches mm-hmm. adapt as it's going. Felt bad for Let's the center of right. Alabama. Really felt bad for him. All, all four teams, again, why they're at that level is you saw all four teams shit that wasn't working. They're immediately scrapped. Let's get, let's make, make it work. Mm-hmm. They changed their, their, their philosophies to make it win. And we see with both of our teams, well, I'm going to, we're going to run on first down. I would say we're going to establish the run. We've rushed for literally zero yards this game. Uh, Iowa, the Deacon hasn't proven anything the first three quarters. Let's wait until eight minutes left in the game to throw our back. Change up if it's not working. I, I don't get the the stubbornness, man. Right. Makes no sense. So I I don't know. I, I'm I'm still thinking about Washington and Phoenix with his beautiful long balls that he was throwing. I, I mean, I think it's gonna be Phoenix wins that game because I think JJ still can. I just believe in Phoenix more than JJ McCarthy. Well, like you had a uh, in the like your question, like in the agenda said, like how does a team win, or how does Michigan win, or how does Washington win? And I really think, from what I've seen of the games I have watched of Washington, if you give Phoenix enough time, that you know that I can't say his last name, but it's like Ulafshio or something like that. If you give him or that Hampton guy, yep, enough time to get open. If if you get Phoenix enough time to get his receivers open, mm-hmm. it's he is lights out and deadly accurate on a lot of his passes. Yep. And you saw in the game against Texas that when he needs to be, he can be mobile too, which is great. He did it against Oregon as well yeah. in the Pac-12 championship game. Um, yeah, Washington has to get their offense rolling, and Michigan has to control the clock. If they can control the clock, slow it down, play bully ball, I think Michigan has a really good shot of winning. But if Washington gets rolling, that that game could get out of hand quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, M- Michigan, both sides of the ball, they can dominate. I was shocked at how much Washington was able to contain Sweat and mm-hmm. uh, their other. I, I'm, I'm missing the, the other defensive tackle for uh, Texas, but uh, I was surprised at how what Washington did. I don't know if they have the horses up front to, to stop Michigan because we we all we've all seen now through the Ohio State Penn State Iowa now uh, Alabama game they're for real you know the first nine weeks I thought they were like okay yeah you're playing fucking nobodies but five four of the last five weeks have been against you know double digit win uh, teams with good know, defenses mm-hmm. yes every single one of them and they and they taking it to them game after game after game. So yep. I, uh, if, if, yeah, Michigan rolls early, I think we're SOL. I think Washington's SOL. But. Right. So, 
Any uh, anything else you guys want to chat about on the at least the national championship here? Uh, I'm excited that it's the last one of the four team playoffs. That that's kind of fun and kind of cool yep. to think about. Um, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a game on Monday. I can't wait for it. I and I was going to touch on this one. Trent was talking about South Dakota State. Why don't they just do like a big Saturday championship game? They could have the South Dakota State one at noon, and then the mission the the you know Power Five game at night. Like, why don't they just do that? I don't. I've never understood why it's on Monday night. I like it. Pulse of the Heartland, fixing the college football playoff again. Right. Right. Do we do we want to do a, a college football or our national title preview fifteen minutes before the game and then post it? Yes. <laughs> think that'll get a lot of traction like two years ago? <laughs> that was the dumbest thing we've ever done. It was like, this is the time, 15 minutes before. I'm, we're trying to watch the game ourselves. And <laughs> let's do it 15 minutes before. Everyone will have time in these 15 minutes to listen to 15 minutes of a pod that I have to download, send out to them before the actual game. What a dumb idea that was. <laughs> I, I don't know. In the um, zone was pretty dumb. I think we should do it. We'll be here Tuesday or Monday, whatever the fucking game is. Yeah, <laughs> it'd even be better if we had a Tuesday preview. Yep. Um, I you brought up the twelve team playoff, and and I think this year really worries people. But what do you guys feel about a team that hey, our, Iowa was ten and three, but you lost to three good teams. Um, Oregon was out. You know, we have all these teams that have. 11, 12, 10 wins, whatever it is, losing a tough competition. How do you feel that one of the spots is stolen by a G5 team like Liberty, who had the 133rd out of 133 teams ranked schedule, went undefeated, and then looked like they didn't belong versus Oregon? They were up 6-3 at one point. Then what happened? (laughs) They didn't score again, just saying. But I, I mean, again, I think I think it's fair that you got to give them a chance. But it's like, how many bad years were like one or two where it's within you know thirty point blowouts where they go? Do you think they look at changing that in the future if they if they don't compete like a Cincinnati did a couple years back, or uh, or Boise State or whoever? Now forty five to six in that game. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be before the game. I'm like. Oregon's gonna win by sixty. Oh yeah, and they probably could. That, that, that was really. You thought what Georgia did to Florida State is what Oregon was gonna do, huh? Yep. I one hundred percent thought that. Yeah, the Oregon head coaches would be like, "Oh, Georgia put up sixty. Hold my beer. Coming at you." Oh, by the way, biggest winner in that whole fucking take your uh, ball, cry and go home by Florida State. Big Twelve doesn't own the biggest fucking. Bowl loss in history now. Right. That's the ACC, which is about to collapse on itself, anyways. So, yep. But, well, shit. Well, yeah, one of these pods, we should do a, uh, like, not so much a year in review, but like stories in review from this last season of what we're looking into for the next season coming up. Hmm. I'd be down for that. Yeah, because like you just brought up the yeah. ACC collapse. Like, what do we think is going to happen? That type of stuff. Stuff we didn't cover because there was games going on. Yeah, like alignment rumors. Yeah, just general BS. Yep. I'll uh, I'll write down the old in the old idea pad. Yep. I, I I got a whole document over here. 
So, but uh, alrighty. Well, I'd say well let's uh, I'd say let's wrap it up there. Unless you guys got anything football you want to chat about, I don't know if we'll legitimately do anything for the for the natty. Probably at this point, just relax and then talk about how Washington or Michigan dominated. You know it. Right. Uh, you know what I just want? I just want it to be a good game. That, yep. that, that's at the end of the day, as much as everyone was raw, rod, Florida State got robbed, do all this. Two good games later, we go, you know what? Actually, they got it right. Fucking down to the last play in both semifinals. And now this is four straight semifinals games that have been fantastic. Yep. You, you know, that that's all we want. It, it, no offense. We know the sport and where it used to be and where it's going and everything money now. It's like, being the Big 12, I, I got no control over this. You guys, you know, watching from Big 10, we, we got no control on any of this. If I'm going to have to suffer this anyways, I'm making good games. Right. You know, I just don't want to yeah. see the the 65-7 to 7 blowout. Yep. 34-20, and everyone's going to be happy this year, even though it's a two-score game because it's like at least it wasn't over by mid-second quarter, mm-hmm. you know? Like every other bowl game. God damn. This – I, I know I didn't watch many games because I was busy for audit season, but every score I saw was just pathetic. Yeah. I mean, I, I called it because Syracuse lost so many, but, like, Syracuse lost U, U, uh, USF 45-0. Right. You know? Oh, shit. Actually, real quick, because I, I know you'll be, you'll probably have a good take on it. What did you think of Missouri beating Ohio State 14-3? That was- oh, yeah. That was, that was neat. Yeah, I uh, I was pretty happy with that. I know everyone, like all my coworkers and stuff, because obviously I live here. They, um, yeah. we're all super happy. How hot is Ryan's Ryan Day seat right now? You score three oh. points in your Ohio State. What? Uh, it's not that you lost a bowl game. I get that, especially when you were down to your fourth string quarterback or whatever. But you score mm-hmm. three points, and you have Travion Henderson in your backfield, like. That's not good. I, I think I I really think he, his seat is probably one of those that's so hot that the, this coming year is like your prove it year, right? For him, right? Yes. Like if he doesn't do what he's supposed to next year, I I can see Ryan Day gone. Mm-hmm. But he probably will be because he's going to lose to Iowa at the horseshoe. Yes, mm-hmm. fifty-five if, if to loses, twenty-three if again. Iowa, if he yeah. loses the Iowa seven to three in the horseshoe, they will fire him before he's off the field. Right. Oh yeah. They won't accept. That. They'll lame Kiffin him, but in the middle of the game. <laughs> <coughs> or that uh, they, they they just walk her Edwards or whatever headset on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. He just takes it off. All right, guys, bye. <laughs> Hell, I'm going to take the $40 million I was owed and do whatever the fuck I want for the next few years. Right. See ya. <laughs> I had one more thing about the end-of-year recap uh, yeah. with Iowa. Just, I was thinking about this for a while, even before we had the podcast and before uh, everything is... Some of... Do you think... Brian's stipulation on his contract was like the dark, gloomy cloud over Iowa also outside of, or do you think, because I think it was for the beginning part of the season. Mm-hmm. I think those first few games, it was just tough to like get past, but I think what really 
in the end, though, when you look at it, is there's no adaptability. There's no change. There's no it's my way or the highway type mm-hmm. thing there. But those first those first few games, I was sitting there thinking, like, on the season, like the first two to four games, I feel like it was almost hanging over at first. Well, it, it started the joke, and then the injuries were the punchline. They, mm-hmm. like, all the injuries combined or compiled and compounded, and they just made those stipulations for Brian harder and harder to achieve, and that made that cloud grow. So I, I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I think I, I hated the stipulation. I wish they would just got rid of him. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I feel like the season would have felt better. Um, but yeah, the reports coming out of spring training camp and everything about Cade being hurt, him getting hurt the second week for sure. Like, I don't know. It, it was a lot. But uh, yeah, Brian Brian's definitely got the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Well, and we, we said it all uh, season as, or this season as well. It's like, yeah, it's funny that Iowa and I hitting 25 points a game, but you know who else didn't? Everyone else in the West and a mm-hmm. lot of the teams in the East. And it's right. just like you're not in a league where Big 12 10 years ago where it was you have to average 35 points a game. You could win games 20, you know, 20 to 13 or 13 to 3 in this league on a regular basis. You don't have to, but – Again, with where you were last year, it, that was the only thing Barda I think could do. He's, he's going, Kirk, you got me by the balls, and you can't let me fire your son, mm-hmm. you know, or, or whatever that whole arrangement was. I'm going yeah. to make now. I'm going to make a spectacle out of this whole thing, and we're going to, you know, I, remember how loud we were yelling last year of like, we need points, we need an offense, and Barda goes, I have the answer because I'm his boss technically. Here's his contract, you know, and a contract that we all knew since since it was signed, the ink wasn't even dry mm-hmm. and we knew he wasn't getting five points a game. Right. No no way. Yeah. Not not even because of his ineptitude, but because the Big Ten does have good defenses on every for most teams, mm-hmm. I guess. You know? So it's you, you all uh, yeah, just I think I think like Joy said, I think it started it. Yeah. I was just kinda of curious on the thoughts on that because I I was thinking about it here Pat probably since the bowl game, I was sitting there going, I feel like it was like a dark cloud that kind of grew. Mm-hmm. Like you said like with the injuries and all the, everything else that compounded and piled on, it just made it bigger and bigger. Right. But I just wanted to see your guys' take on it just to see, cause that was like, I felt like I was on to something, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what. That was a great so. question. I like that one. I agree. So, well, shit. Well, I didn't say I, anything else, Dave, Joey. No, no, I'm good now. Fuck the Ferraris. That's well, all I, I got. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so, well, do we want to be on another hour? Is that what I no. just heard? No, <laughs> I, I need to go to bed. <laughs> appreciate everyone joining us. I'd say we had quite a few guys live here. Appreciate you joining. Just make sure like, subscribe, share with everyone. We we do this well, most Wednesdays. We took a break during the holidays here, but um, yeah, just keep just keep liking. And we'll uh, we'll keep doing it. So appreciate everyone joining. Yep. See ya. Bye, everybody.